Hello and welcome to the Dorm Room Dispute Podcast. I am Mitchell Kaminsky, and joining me today is a special guest. He's been on once before, the part owner of the Packers, uh, Mr. Patrick Cushman. Uh, we'll be filling in for Marshall today, and we got uh, we got a lot to talk about. It is a all football show. Kickoff was last night. Um, we had the uh, quarterbacks of the Bears should have drafted Bull with Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, and uh, the Chiefs were as advertised last night. Uh, Patrick, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Well, uh, let's get right into it. Do you have any first impressions from last night's game that you saw, or? Uh, Anything that stood stood out to you? Um, I mean, obviously the Chiefs. I mean, all around they are very talented. Um, from the offensive side of the ball, I mean, they have a lot of speed, especially in their wide receiving core. And I mean, Mahomes is a generational talent. And like Al Michaels said, he's the new face of the NFL, and he certainly played like that. He had three touchdown passes. Um, and Houston, uh, they just couldn't keep up with it. I don't think they're a bad team, but Yeah, I, I think uh, I think that's fair, especially when you lose uh, DeAndre Hopkins uh, over the offseason. And I don't think their defense. I think the defense is kind of older. I think JJ Watt is a little overrated at this point in his career because um, they gave the the Chiefs were able to move the ball pretty effortlessly. And I think it's scary the fact that the Kansas City. I think last year was never at their best. Mahomes was injured. They didn't have much of a run game. They had LaShawn McCoy as their starting running back at some points in the season. Now they got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who looked really good last night. And so if Mahomes can get some help with the running game, you already got probably the best receiving tight end in the NFL with Travis Kelsey and all those weapons uh, in the receiving core. It's going to be scary because I think this team, we haven't seen the uh, best form of the Kansas City Chiefs yet. Right, I agree. I definitely agree. I mean, just that offense, um, like you said, with that uh, the running back out of LSU, I mean, he adds another dimension to that offense that already has so much. Um, so it's going to be fun to watch this year. I think they're going to put up a lot of big numbers. All right, now let's go. We're going to go division by division. We're going to see what teams we like, what teams we don't like, our picks to win the division for each of these, who maybe sneaks in as a wild card. Um, and then we got a good segment at the end of the show for you that we'll be breaking out for the first time. So stick with us here. Let's start with the AFC uh, really quick. We'll go AFC East. And I think the big storyline coming out of here, there was two. Uh, number one is the uh, Dolphins. They drafted Tua Tagovailoa as a, at a quarterback. Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to start, but I think it's only a matter of time before we see Tua, or we'll see if uh, Fitzpatrick can hold on to that job. Uh, the Dolphins added a couple pieces in the draft. I thought they had a really nice draft. And you still got Parker at receiver. Uh, they got Jordan Howard at running back. And a couple pieces on that defense. So that's going to be an interesting team. And I think the biggest storyline out of the whole uh, division was Cam Newton going to the Patriots, uh, which was kind of shocking. Uh, not a whole lot of teams were interested. The Patriots uh, scooped him up. And from what we can hear, Bill Belichick and Cam Newton are getting along really well, which is Kind of surprising because Cam Newton's a big flashy guy. You know, he's all over social media, which is kind of like anti-Belichick. But uh, by all accounts, Belichick likes him a lot, and he's learned the offense pretty quickly, and he's a hard worker. So we'll see uh, if the Patriots are able to be competitive this year. Pat, do you think the Patriots, do you think they have a shot at winning the division yet again this year, or do you think uh, a new team like the Bills are going to take it? I don't. I, uh, I don't. I, uh, they had eight players opt out. Um they lost Kyle Van Noy on defense. They lost Tom Brady on offense. Uh, they weren't really that good of a team down the stretch last year. 
Um, they were benefit of a weaker schedule and a weaker division. Um, I think they lost, what was it, four of their last six games. Um, and they never really looked to be like a contender. They just kind of get through games with a win. Um, so I think that they're pretenders this year. I don't think that I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs. I think their max win. I think they only win eight games at most, and I that's generous. Yeah, I last year too. They had one of the worst receiving cores in the NFL. Tom Brady did not have a whole lot of help, and now you got a banged up Cam Newton coming off an injury who is not the same quarterback as Tom Brady, and now he can't really run, and he was never that much of an accurate passer to begin with, which you kind of need to be uh, in the Patriots offense. So I agree with you. I think they're going to struggle. The guys opting out on defense is not going to help. They still got Stephon Gilmore, so the defense will still be competitive, and I think they can get a couple. I I think they'll beat the Dolphins week one, but I agree. I don't think they're winning division. I think it's going to the uh, Bills, and I think the Jets are going to be a little bit better with Sam Darnold. Um... I, I like Sam Darnold a lot more than most. I think they, that could be an interesting team as well. Who do you have uh, winning this division? Um, I have the Buffalo Bills winning this division just over the New York Jets. I think the New York Jets will contend for a wild card spot. I think Sam Darnold's going to take a big step up. However, I just like the Bills. Um, their offense isn't flashy, but they get the job done. But their defense is hardworking. I think Sean McDermott has built a great culture in Buffalo. Um, that'll see them win. Uh, the AFC's this year. I, I agree. And they were right there last year. They just couldn't get over the hump. Uh, it's going to come down to w- whether Josh Allen can take the next step. Um, I think he was pretty good last year, but he was aided by a run game. He relies on his legs a lot. Now he's got a new weapon in Stephon Diggs. So that'll be interesting to see what they can do there. But I agree with you. I think the Bills are taking that division. And I got the Patriots. They're going to probably finish second. I think they're going 8-8 eight and eight as well. Uh, the Jets will be competitive, and so will the Dolphins. I think the Dol- I think it's going to be a pretty competitive division with just a bunch of mediocre teams. Um, so it'll be close, but like none of these teams coming out of that division are Super Bowl contender. Now let's go to the AFC West, uh, where I think there's going to be a lot of Super Bowl contenders. Uh, we have our AFC West correspondent Marshall Macaluso with his take. What's up, boys? This is Marshall Mac, co-host Dorman Street Podcast. You already know who it is. Uh, coronavirus got me a little down, not gonna make it, but, uh, on Mitch's request, he asked for one, one good take, and it's the Broncos, seven seed, nine and six, or no, nine and seven, ten and six, they add another seed for the playoffs, I, hot hand, Von Miller's gonna come back for the playoffs, he's gonna come back week 16, week 17, he's gonna come back for the playoffs, Drew Locke, monster performance, Jerry Judy, rookie of the year, Cortland Sutton, top ten receiver, Philip Lindsay, Melvin Gordon, one of the best offenses, best young offenses in the league, and we got added on the defensive side, going to the Super Bowl, winning that thing. Dude, I'm going to tell him right now, it's either going to be Drew Locke, Jerry Judy, Super Bowl MVP. You heard it here first. Put, place your bets. As Mitch would say, book it. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> who do you think is coming out of the AFC West? Marshall likes the Broncos uh, to be uh, a seven seed. Uh, I like the Broncos a lot, too. Um, I think the Chiefs are probably the Super Bowl favorites here. Uh, the Broncos are going to be solid, though. I think you look at what they did last year, um, especially with the, the rookie quarterback um, in uh, Kyle Allen. Um, you know, he didn't – or not not Kyle Allen, excuse me. Um, uh, Drew Locke. Drew Locke, yeah, Drew, Drew Locke. Uh, 
He didn't have a whole lot of weapons. I mean, you know, Philip Lindsay's okay. You know, they're, they had one receiver. Now they added Jerry Judy, who's arguably the best receiver in the draft. They added that kid from Penn State, who's really fast. Hamilton, I believe his name is. And now you got Melvin Gordon to go along with Lindsay. So that's a pretty good one-two punch right there. So I definitely agree with Marshall. I think they're getting in the division. Uh, the Chargers are another team I kind of like in this division more than most. I think they're an underrated team. I think Tyrod Taylor can keep them afloat at quarterback. I think he's very serviceable. Uh, I like Austin Eckler a lot. They got a good running game there. Uh, Hunter Henry can stay healthy. They have a good tight end. And I like the receivers a lot in Keenan Allen. Um, and then on the defensive side, you got Ingram, you got Chris Harris Jr. So they got some pieces there. There's a lot of talent. The big question mark is going to be the quarterback position. Obviously, they drafted uh, Henry, um, or Justin Herbert, excuse me. So that'll be kind of interesting to watch. But I think the Chargers could be competitive uh, and compete with the Broncos for that other wild card spot. Um, what do you think? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think Kansas City is going to run away with this division, um, to be frank. Um, I think they're just too good. Um, I think Denver is going to be good. We saw a little bit of Drew Locke at the end of last year and going into um, his draft. Um, I had him as one of my favorite quarterbacks. Um, he was a second-round pick, I believe. Yep. Um, and he's, he, he really impressed me at the end of last year. Um, and that whole roster, um, I mean, losing Von Miller, that's going to be tough for them. Uh, we'll see. I think they're going to be very um, reliant on how Drew Locke is. Uh, we haven't seen a lot of them, so they'll be reliant on him. As far as the Chargers go, yeah, they were a team two years ago that made the playoffs. And then last year, we're expected to make the playoffs and fell way short. Um, but that team does have talent, um, like you said, offensively with Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, uh, we'll see how he does. Uh, he's kind of just one of those journeyman quarterbacks that's you know, not really good enough to lead you to a Super Bowl, but he's too good to be a backup if you know what I'm if you know what I'm trying to get at there. Right. Um, so so we'll see how they do. I think that uh, you know it's kind of another one of those things where there's two mediocre teams in Denver and Los Angeles and then there's just a really good team in Kansas City and it's not even worth mentioning Las Vegas no. um, at this point either. They were pretty I horrible think at, in the basement. Yeah, I agree. They were pretty horrible at the end of last year and um you know, we know what we're going to get. Derek, we've seen Derek Carr and John Gruden already. I think it might be time to move on there. But I agree. The Chiefs are going to run away with this division. That being said, I think you got two playoff teams. The Broncos, I definitely think, are going to be a playoff team. I think that's going to be the best non-division winner quite in the AFC, quite frankly. Um, and then the Chargers are also, because you have the extra playoff spot now, I think they're going to be in the hunt near the end of the year. So you got a couple playoff-caliber teams in that division. Um, let's go AFC North. I agree. Another Super Bowl contender here, uh, the Baltimore Ravens, who uh, people like Colin Coward haven't picked to go 16-0. I don't see that necessarily happening. But then you have the uh, the Browns as well. They've added a couple pieces. Uh, that offense, they got a new head coach now, though, too, so more turnover there. Um, and then you also have the Steelers with Big Ben returning, and then the Bengals got Joe Burrow at the helm. So that'll be a fun division to watch for sure. Um, who do you have coming out of the AFC North? Um, it's got to be Baltimore. I think, you know, that offense with Lamar Jackson, he's a special player. He's a generational type of talent. Um, he's great for the NFL. He's great for the league. He's great for the sport. They're going to go 13-3, and 14-2, and two, and they're going to run away with this division. However, I don't want to count out Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, every Mike Tomlin team, um, it, it, they always seem to be there. Even at the end of last year, 
they were in the playoff hunt despite, you know, having Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges um, as their quarterback. So I think that they're um, going to take up one of the wild card spots. I think Big Ben, um, we'll see how he comes back after injury at that age. Um, it's tough. I think Cleveland, I, I just think they're still a year away. I don't really think that Baker Mayfield is as good as Bill. Uh, going under another new head coach, it's going to be another tough transition for a young quarterback, and I think we're going to see some growing pains um, early in the season with that. And then with Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, number overall, number one overall pick, but who else do they have? Um, not a lot of talent on that team. Burrow's going to have a lot of growing pains. Um, I think they finished last. Yeah, you make a good point with the Steelers. The Mike Tomlin teams never seem to be out of it. I mean, the fact that he's, I thought he should have been coach of the year last year, quite frankly, with the roster they had, and he was able to keep them in contention. Uh, and they still got Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, I still like James Conner a lot, and with Big Ben back, anything's possible there. I think the Bengals are finishing last. Uh, the Ravens are going to take that division. I think their defense is stacked, too. Uh, and then the, their running game was good last year. Now that you had J.K. Dobbins in the draft, who I think is just going to help them even more. Now you got more assets to run. The Browns are the biggest wild card here for me because I'm not as big of a Baker Mayfield guy either, and it's tough to be transitioning from head coaches. But at the same time, you look in that backfield and you got Kareem Hunt, who is a solid running back. Then um, you got um, Chubb as well in your backfield. And then you got Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham. Like, there's a lot of weapons there for them to be bad two years in a row. I think last year they had high expectations for the first time. They couldn't necessarily handle them. And now that they've come back down to earth, I think it's possible you see a bounce back year. So I'm going to say they're going to finish ahead of the Steelers in second in that division. Uh, but the Ravens are going to run away uh, with that one. Um Finally, we'll go to the AFC South, which is kind of like the bleh division. Um, a whole lot of boring teams. In the, I mean, you got the Jaguars, who I think are probably going to be the worst team in football. Uh, the Titans, who they're always solid, but like you never sit down on a Sunday saying like, "Oh boy, I'm gonna I get to go watch the Titans today." Uh, and then did, Texans, we saw last night, didn't look all that good, but mind you, they're playing probably the best team in the NFL. And then you got the revamped Colts roster, which could be interesting. Uh, which teams stand out to you here in the AFC South? Um, for me, I think that the Indianapolis Colts, I think they win the division this year. I think Philip Rivers, um, yes, he's old. Yes, he's not as good as he once was. Um, and he's not elite at any level. But um, this team made the playoffs, I think, was two years ago under Brissett. Um, so, I mean, they're, they're an off. I mean, Frank Reich, I think, is a very good head coach. Um, they're all around roster I really like. And in this week of the division, um, I think you get two free wins at Jacksonville. I think Houston is going to take a step back. Um, and honestly, I Tennessee, they had a good run last year. They are entertaining to watch. They were everyone's kind of favorite underdog. Uh, but I think that was their shining moment. I don't see them returning to a, another AFC championship game this year. So I have the Colts winning that division. I, we are on the same page in this one. I love the Colts. Um, I think they could, they're, they're going to win that division, and they can make some noise in the playoffs. you got a Hall of Fame quarterback in Phillip Rivers. Now, he did turn the ball over a lot last year, but he's going to have a much better O-line in front of him. 
And he's also going to have a good running game. Jonathan Taylor I like a lot as a running back. And last year, if you look, they had guys like Marlon Mack, who's solid, but he's no world beater, and he put up pretty good numbers. So now I think you had Jonathan Taylor with Marlon Mack. It's a decent one-two punch. You're going to have T.Y. Hilton, who's back and healthy. Um, I, do, I, I do like this team. And on the defensive side, you got Darius Leonard. Uh, you have Malik Hooker. They got some pieces on that end, too. I think they do. I, I like... Uh, what the Colts did this offseason, and like you said, Frank Reich is an excellent coach. He's one of the best coaches uh, in the NFL, so I think they're running away with this division. I got the Texans finishing second. They're going to make the playoffs, too. I, Deshaun Watson's too good for them not to make the playoffs. And I think the Titans come back down to earth, like you said. They're going to be like an 8-8 eight and eight caliber team. The Jaguars are going to be horrible to watch. Uh, so I like that. They, I, I am completely on board uh, with you there. All right, we're going to go. Now, finally, the fun stuff. Let's go to the... Uh, NFC here. We'll go NFC East first. We got the Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, and Washington. And this it was a hot mess last year. It was kind of a dumpster fire of a division. No team seemed to want to run away with it. In the end, the uh, Eagles ended up taking the division. Uh, I, I like the Cowboys for right now, but it could still be a toss-up between them and the Eagles. Who are you leaning towards? Um, man, it's, it's tough. I think the Cowboys, they have so many weapons, and they added C.D. Lamb. Um, they have Dak Prescott. Their offensive line is a little bit aging, but I still think that it's one of the better offensive lines in the league. Uh, it's a make-it-or-break-it year for Dak Prescott. We'll see his true colors this year. He could put up marvelous numbers, and he also could fall flat. It's a very talented team. Um, you have C.D. Lamb, like I said before, Amari Cooper, Zeke Elliott. Um, I mean, it's star-studded. But Philadelphia is all dependent on um, Carson Wentz. Uh, does he stay healthy? Can he stay on the field? Uh, you, I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL as is, but it, he's also hurt every single year. Uh, New York, uh, I mean, come on. We'll see. We'll see if they can uh, eclipse a 5-1 mark. And Washington... Uh, that offense, wow, just just will not put up points. Their defense might improve. They might have one of the, the best front sevens and might be able to win a few games, but I don't see that offense being a threat to anyone. Yeah. Overall, I think Dallas squeaks by, and I think Philly makes a wild card run. And when Washington had so many distractions this off season that I can't see him being successful. And their head coach is he's got like he's got cancer right now. He had to clean up a front office. He has to deal with cancer to worry about. I think there's too many there's too many side things going on that I, I don't see this team being successful. There's just too many outside factors. The uh, you know the Giants are an interesting team. I like Daniel Jones. You still got Saquon Barkley, but they're still kind of in that re rebuilding phase. So uh, they'll probably finish comfortable third. They'll win like six or seven games maybe. Uh, the Eagles and this is why I lean Cowboys because you alluded to it too. Like Carson Wentz can't seem to stay healthy. You don't know what you're gonna get with him, and then. Miles Sanders is coming into the year with a hamstring issue, so you don't know how good your starting running back is going to be. And Alshon Jeffries, another guy who's always banged up, so you don't know how reliable he's going to be either. So, and then you lost Malcolm Jenkins, who's kind of like the captain of that defense. So I, I'm not as high on the Eagles as I've been in years past. I think the Cowboys, they got a lot of talent. It's a make-or-break year for Dak, like you said, and I think he's going to show out in a contract year, as these guys tend to usually do, and he's got a lot of weapons to help him do it. Uh, Zeke's going to be the X factor for this team. If Zeke goes, the offense is going to go uh, along with him, uh, I, I think. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that the, they're going to be winning the division here. Uh, NFC West. 
there's another there's another interesting one and uh, like we were talking about with the AFC West there's another division with a couple teams that we, we have some legit contenders here um, the worst team in the division is probably gonna be the Cardinals but they just added DeAndre Hopkins I like Kyler Murray a lot then you got the Rams who had a bad year last year with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey you got two of the best defensive players in the NFL 49ers are coming off a Super Bowl and the Seahawks have one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL Russell Wilson this is a tricky one to predict who are you going with here um, I think that Seattle wins the division this year just over San Francisco and uh, the Rams. Um, however, I think that both of those teams will make the playoffs with the expanded playoffs. Um, I, I mean, obviously San Francisco, um, they know their offensive plan. They're going to punch it up your throat. They're going to play physical. They're going to get it to their tight ends. Um, they're going to do that. Seattle, Russell Wilson, I think, is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, Pete Carroll, coach teams, um, you know, are always very good. I see them winning division in L.A. as so many different um, veterans um, on that team with Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. Um, and I like how they moved away um, from Todd Gurley. Um, it was becoming a soap opera by the end of it. Yeah. Um, and... I think that kind of takes away some of the distractions on offense. Um, and so I think that they also kind of have a bounce back year uh, prior to last year. Because the year before, they made the Super Bowl and then they missed the playoffs. I think Jared Goff gets a little bit better. I think their offense performs a little bit better. That defense is already very dangerous, like you said. So I think they kind of have a bounce back year. And with Arizona, that team's going to be exciting. Uh, Tyler Murray um, is in his second year. He's, uh, you know, going to develop more under Cliff Kingsbury, um, DeAndre Hopkins, but I still don't think that that all-around talent in Arizona is good enough to compete with three very good teams in the NFC West. So I think they're exciting, but they're still not there yet. Yeah, Arizona's going to be one of those teams that's going to be the most exciting bad team to watch in the NFL. Like, you're going to want to tune into Cardinals games. Cliff Kingsbury, they got that air raid offense. They're going to be chucking it all over the field. My hot take for this division, I think with the seven teams making the playoffs, I think three teams from this division get in. I like the Rams a lot. Uh, people aren't high on Jared Goff for some reason. He took a team to a Super Bowl. And you got that. You got a great coach in Sean McVay, so he can help him cover his flaws. But the bottom line is Jared Goff throws a great ball. Cam Akers, and you said, I, I think you, this is another point that you made that was really good. Todd Gurley was a distraction last year. After every game, they'd be like, oh, why didn't you use Todd Gurley? Why didn't you use Todd Gurley? They're answering questions about that every week, and now they don't have that as a distraction. Cam Akers, the rookie running back they got, is getting rave reviews. They also got this kid, Jefferson, um, that is also like in the receiving core, that's getting rave reviews out of Craving Camp. And you got Cooper Cup, solid player, and you got Woods, another solid player. And then Tyler Higby, he's a good tight end too. Like the defensive side of the ball, they got a ton of talent, and they got a plethora of weapons on the offensive side of the ball. This is going to be a good team that's going to make the playoffs. 49ers, I think, are going to be good again. Yeah, we, we already know what they can do. They went to the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know if they're going to win the division again this year, but they're definitely getting into the playoffs. And I like the Seahawks a lot as well. you got Russell Wilson. Uh, I think the Rams might sneak away, run away with this. I think the Rams are going to take the division. I'm going 49ers second, and the Seahawks close third. All three teams make the playoffs, though. Do you agree or disagree? What, what order would you put them in? Who do you... um, I have Seattle. Um, oh, man, this is tough. Those three teams, I mean, I think they're some of the best. I mean, you have two or three Super Bowl contenders because I really think 
Russell Wilson can lead a team to a Super Bowl. I mean, he already has, but he is that kind of talent. San Francisco is, I mean, we saw him last year. They were a juggernaut. And then L.A. is coming back. They're ready um, to bounce back. They need to bounce back. Um, so they're going to be good as well. But I think Seattle wins the division. And then San Francisco, I'm going to say, finishes second. And L.A. Um, and third. But I think all three teams make the playoffs, like you said. Are you at all worried about Seattle's defense or lack thereof uh, this year? Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, they're not the defense and not the Legion of Boom anymore. You know, they're not uh, primarily a defensive team. This has become Russell Wilson's team. Um, that defense did struggle last year, and we saw it. Um, they only made the divisional round of the playoffs. But I think Russell Wilson can carry this team past that round. I really think that he is uh, that good of a player. So, but we'll see. Um, it's going to be kind of a weird year with a short training camp. Um, so I think that's going to benefit veteran teams, teams like the Rams, teams like the Seahawks, and that sort of thing. All right. Moving on. Another fun division here. The NFC South. It's going to be a two-team race. Um, you know, I think the Falcons are going to be their typical 8-8. Eight and eight. The Panthers will be better with Teddy Bridgewater, but that defense is kind of a disaster. It's definitely a rebuilding project on the defensive end in Carolina. So it's coming down to the Saints, and it's coming down to the Buccaneers. You're going to have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks battling out. They're going to be facing each other week one. Um, I like the Saints to win this division. The Buccaneers are going to be right there with them, but I think the Bucs are going to get off to a little bit slower start because um, you got a bunch of new pieces playing together uh, for the first time. Tom Brady's in a new offense for the first time in his career. So uh, I think the Buccaneers are going to get off to a bit of a slow start, and they're going to come charging through near the end. But I think the Saints are winning this division. Uh, do you like Tommy and the boys down in Tampa, or uh, is there any other teams that you, uh, might, you know, that you think are going to win this division? Um... Yeah, this is another very exciting division. This has probably been the most hyped about team this offseason, this Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think they finished second. I think New Orleans wins the division. They're going all in this year. Because um, I think I saw something on ESPN that said after this year they're going to be, I think it was like $30 million over the cap. So this is kind of their last hurrah before they have to kind of retool. Breeze is getting older. This might be his last year. So they're going all in. They signed uh, Emmanuel Sanders. That's another weapon that was already very deadly with Alvin Kamara and with Michael Thomas. Um, but like you said, I think Tampa Bay starts a little bit slow. A lot of people have been hyping him up, but Tom Brady did not play well last year. Um, that being said, he didn't have a lot of wide receiver help. I think Gronk is a little... He's, he's older, he's, you know, was retired, he's you know, one year removed from football, so I think they do start slow. I don't know if they make the playoffs this year, um, to be honest. Really? Um, just, because, just because that team is so aged. Defense, though, um, that is a very good defense. There's a team, where'd they go last year, 8-8, eight 7-9? Eight, I think 8-8, eight eight, uh, um, they went, yeah. 8-8 eight eight with, with Jameis Winston, and they've improved offensively. Um, but Tom Brady, just being that old, I, I don't think he has it left in him. I don't think he has enough left in him. See, here's... Um, Atlanta, ooh. 
Atlanta, I think they're mired in mediocrity until they fire Dan Quinn. Why they didn't um, at the end of last year, I, I really don't know. Um, like you said, that team is going to be a 7-9, 8-8 team. That team will be until it moves in a forward direction and has it. And Carolina, uh, yeah, they, they, they're starting over. So uh, they're going to finish last. But I, I have New Orleans winning the division. Ooh, I got to see a couple things I want to go back on. We'll go... First with the Buc- Buccaneers, I, I think Tom Brady is, yeah, he's getting older, but has he ever had an offense like this in his career? Like, the best receiver he's ever had is Randy Moss. I think he can make an argument that Mike Williams is probably the second best receiver he's ever played with. Now, mine, he's banged up, but you also got Chris Goodwin, or Godwin, excuse me, right across from him. So that's two solid options right there. And then you got Leonard Fournette, who can also catch passes out of the backfield. Like, I think, you, you, you don't think weapons, like, I, I think Tom Brady's going to have a fantastic year this year. He hasn't really shown any signs of age. I think last year was just the uh, crappy offense he was playing with. Because they started the season 7-0 undefeated with that mediocre offense. So, you, you, don't, you don't think the, the you know the guys around him are going to help him at all? No. no. Like, I think Leonard Fournette, I, you know, I've never really been high on Leonard Fournette, and um, I'm still not. There's a reason why I got cut in Jacksonville. Um, he's had a plethora of off-the-field issues. Um... So I don't know how much of an impact he makes, especially coming to this team so late. Um, I think Gronk, I think with being him being one year removed out of football, I don't think he makes that big of an impact. I agree there. I, uh, I don't think Gronk does. But Leonard Fournette was like the Jaguars' whole offense last year. And I think early it's a fair point that like he's not going to be solid. But once he gets ramped up, I mean, I think the Jaguars cut him because they're trying to rebuild. They're, they're, they're tanking right now. I think that's why they cut him. Uh, I think they cut him because he's um, more of a liability than an asset. Um, just with his attitude problems that he had in Jacksonville. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that was due to the culture that's in Jacksonville, which has been known to be very, um, almost like a cancerous you know, environment. And it's not a winning environment, as we've seen. So maybe it, it was just that. But honestly, I'm not that high in Leonard Fournette. Um, and I know I'm in the minority when I say that. I don't think the Buccaneers make the playoffs, but I, I don't think they do. So We'll see. That's a scorcher right there. That's a scorching take. Yeah. Well, we will see if you're right. Finally, the division we've all been waiting for, the NFC North. I think this division's a hot mess. I don't think any of these teams are very good. Um, it's going to be a battle of mediocrity. I'm picking the Vikings to win this division. But I like I, I think that whoever makes it is going to be a first round exit. Only one of these teams is making the playoffs. Um, we'll go. There's a couple storylines to go. We'll, we'll, your thoughts on this division, and then we'll dive into some of the uh, some of the minor details slash storylines uh, surrounding some of these teams. Yeah, I think um, it's. Uh, I think I have Green Bay. I, I have them going 11 and five, 10 and six. They're going to take a step down. They're a little bit hard schedule. Um, they're not going to go 13 and three again. A lot of games that they won last year too were close games, um, so they kind of got almost lucky in a sense. They all bounced the right way for them. Um, defensively, I think Green Bay is going to take a step up. They um, improved at linebacker, um, Blake Martinez going, uh, inserting Christian Kirksley, and uh, their young defensive backs. I think are going to grow even more. I think Jair Alexander will emerge as one of the better corners in the game. Um, and offensively, it's their second year under LeFleur. 
So I think the Packers do end up winning the division, but I think it's going to be close to the Minnesota Vikings. Um, a Mike Zimmer team isn't is always going to be tough defensively, and they've shown it. And I think Kirk Cousins is good enough offensively. I think that offense is good enough with Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins. Losing uh, Stephon Diggs certainly hurts. Um, but I think they're good enough to go 10-6 and maybe squeak into a wild-card spot. And then the Bears and Lions, uh, I don't see them really competing much, um, especially Detroit. I don't think yeah. Detroit is is a very good ball team this year. A lot of people are saying Detroit's offense is going to be better. I don't see it. Now, the Bears' big offseason story was with the quarterback position. You bring in Nick Foles. Uh, to battle it out with Trubisky. They don't pick up Trubisky's fifth-year option, and then Trubisky ends up winning the job, so he's going to be the starter week one. Um, who would you, if you had those two quarterbacks in your quarterback room, who would you trot out there day one? Do you think the Bears made the right choice to go with Trubisky, or would you have gone with the former Super Bowl MVP, uh, Nick Foles? Um, uh, to be honest, can I choose neither on that? <laughs> I really don't think either of them are um, good enough to start, really. I mean, we... We've seen Nick Foles play well um, in Philadelphia, um, both since, and then we've seen him start in St. Louis um, and in Jacksonville. So you obviously know he's not, he can't be a long-term solution for a starting quarterback. I don't think Mitch Trubisky either. I think he's a good, hard-working kid, but he's just not talented enough um, to be a quality starter at this level. So I really think they're kind of... Um, in the middle, they have two very mediocre quarterbacks, and my thing is, is you have two quarterbacks, you really have none. So, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's, it, that's a tough choice, and it's not a good choice to have. My biggest problem with this team, because I think you could win with a Nick Foles, or even a Trubisky, we saw they went to the playoffs, if you have some good pieces around you. He doesn't have a whole lot. Neither of these guys will have any help around him. Like, you take Allen Robinson off this roster... It's a horror show. They got nothing. The O-line stinks. The receiving core outside Robinson, very mediocre. And then your running back, David Montgomery, just got hurt. So you're going to be running Tariq Cohen, who can't run inside the tackles. Or they're talking about having Cordell Patterson, who's a special teams guy, uh, lining up in the backfield, which we saw a little bit in New England. But if that's a solution on offense, I'm a little concerned for this team. Uh, I think their defense, they're going to wake up and they're going to roll out of bed with six wins on their own. Uh, so I think it's like an 8-8 eight and eight caliber team. But, yeah, I, I agree. I think it's going down to the Vikings and the Packers. Uh, I like the Vikings a little bit more. I think they got a little bit more depth offensively. And the defense, I think, edges them out a little bit. Now, Kirk Cousins, you know, everyone talking, you know, primetime Kirk Cousins could be a problem. But um, I think with the crowd noise this year on the road, that'll kind of help them. The, the Monday night games won't be as big of a deal. And we saw he was on the road in New Orleans, and he made a couple big throws, and they won that game. So, uh, yeah, that's why I'm, I'm going with the Vikings here. And I think the Packers, quite frankly, last year a bunch of frauds. I think that was the worst 13-3 and team I've ever seen. They won a lot of close games. They barely squeaked out. Uh, and they kind of got exposed by the 49ers. Um, I don't, so I don't, I don't see them being in the NFL elite. And I think whoever wins the division is making the playoffs, and no one else is. That, yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think Minnesota... Um, I think a lot of people, you know, kind of underestimate them, and I think kind of like the whole primetime Kirk Cousins meme or whatever. Um, but like you said, he did play well in New Orleans last year. He was um, he stepped up on the road in the playoffs and won them a game, and 
a lot of quarterbacks can't do that. So, um, but I think Minnesota, um, I think they're a good team all around. I really like their roster. Um, so I think that you know they they're going to contend for the playoffs. Um, I do disagree with the Packers on you a little bit. Uh, I think their defense um, has really stepped up these past two years, and I think they're still going to be um, a pretty good defense. And I mean, you have Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones on offense, so I think they still will. Um, they're not going to be thirteen and three, but I still think that they will um, contend for the division, contend for playoffs, and that sort. All right. Finally, really quick, we'll go uh, top top four teams in the NFL. Two from each division. Who do you think's winning the Super Bowl? I'll go first, really quickly. Uh, from the NFC, I'm taking the I'm going the Rams are going to be facing the Saints with the Saints making the Super Bowl, and then uh, I got the uh, Chiefs and the Ravens with the Chiefs winning it all. Who do you got? Um, yes, yeah, so I'll start with the AFC. I mean, pretty obvious Baltimore and Kansas City. Um, for me, that was a pretty easy decision. And then NFC, it's a little bit you know tougher to make. Um, but I see Seattle and I see New Orleans. Um, I think Seattle beats New Orleans, and I think Kansas City beats Baltimore. Um, and then I think Seattle wins a Super Bowl this year. Really? I like Russell Wilson a lot. I don't know if he's going to be able to carry that defense all the way to a Super Bowl, but uh, we shall see. All right, final thing on the docket. We got a new segment we're breaking out. It's called Free Money. I'm going to give you some picks for the uh, NFL Week 1, who to bet on, and then some fantasy advice, who to start, who to sit, if you do DraftKings or not. Maybe you just do regular fantasy. These are guys you're going to want in your lineup. These are the guys you don't. All right, we'll start it off. Picks this week. Uh, there's three games. Uh, I'll be picking three games each week. So here are my three for this week. Uh, first game I got, we got Bears-Lions. Lions are favored by two and a half. I think the Bears are going to win this game. As much as we rip on Trubisky, he's undefeated against the Lions. Uh, he's chewed up Matt Patricia's defenses. And I think the Bears' defense is going to give the Lions a hard time. Everyone's been talking about how revamped their offense is. Uh, Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn, that's a pretty good pass rushing combo. And they still have a pretty darn good secondary there, too, with Eddie Jackson and company. I think the Bears are going to win this game, and they're getting points, so take the Bears over the Lions. Uh, number two, and this is a tougher one uh, because there's a lot of points to be given, but I'm taking the Colts over the Jaguars. Uh, the Colts are favored by 7.5, some places it's 8. So that is a lot of points. But I think the Jaguars, they have no help offensively. The defense has been decimated. They've traded away everyone. Jalen Ramsey's gone. Yannick Ngagwe's gone. They, they got no one on the defensive side. Phillip Rivers is pretty darn good. They got a good running game. And that defense, as we alluded to earlier, uh, is going to give, you know, I don't think Minshew, Minshew's going to be miserable back there. Uh, I'm taking the Colts in that one. And finally, this is the one I'm most confident about. I got the Rams over the Cowboys. Uh, the Rams have been really good in openers under Sean McVay. Uh, the Cowboys, I think they're going to get out to a rough start. The Rams are getting three points. I think they're going to win this game uh, as well. Take the Rams. I was talking about all the weapons they have earlier, uh, and I like the running back situation a lot um, with uh, Cam Akers, who people have been raving about, and then you got Higby along with Woods and company, and then that rookie Jefferson's been really good. And then when you have Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald you have to deal with, that's going to be a good team. They're winning that game. Finally, we got a bonus pick really quick. Uh, if you want some really free money, take a, and this is not a game, but the Broncos over under this year for wins is seven and a half. Take the over. That's a layup. 
free money right there. All right, for the fantasy, really quick, start Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan has a QBR over 100 against Pete Carroll defenses, and this is one of Pete Carroll's worst defenses for fantasy. You're going to want to start Matt Ryan. He's been very good, and this is going to be a shootout against him and Russell Wilson. I think the winner of this game is going to be who gets the ball last, so there's going to be a lot of passing. And I don't particularly love the Falcons' run game, so take Matt Ryan. He's going to get a lot of points. Also, start Tariq Cohen. Montgomery's out. Trubisky doesn't throw the ball downfield. Montgomery's going to get a couple extra, or uh, excuse me, Cohen's going to get a couple extra touches in the run game, and he's going to get a lot of checkdown throws. So Tariq Cohen's going to be good, and then finally, uh, then start T.Y. Hilton as well. T.Y. Hilton has scored in his past two openers. He's ready to show the world what he can do coming off an injury. That's another good pick. Uh, last two guys to start, DJ Chark for the Jags. They're going to be chasing points against the uh, Cardinals. He's Minshew's only weapon. He should get a lot of catches. And then Tyler Higby at tight end. The Cowboys allowed the most receptions to tight ends last season, so he should have a big game. Finally, sit these three guys. Do not start Le'Veon Bell. He's going to be splitting carries with Frank Gore, and they're facing a stout Bills defense. Not a big fan of him. Miles Sanders, don't start him either. He's got a bad hamstring. He hasn't practiced 100% yet. I'll be cautious about starting him. And finally, Devontae Parker. He's facing a top-ranked New England pass defense in Week 1, uh, and he's a little banged up as well. Do not start him. So, just to recap, you're going to want to start Matt Ryan, Tariq Cohen, T. Ray Hilton, DJ Chark, and Tyler Higbee. Do not start Le'Veon Bell, Miles Sanders, or Devontae Parker. That is our free money segment for week one. Take my advice. You can win some free cash. Anything to add, Marsh or uh, uh, Patrick, to end the show here? Um, go Pack Go. On our search for our 14th NFL championship. There you go. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Mitchell Kaminsky. This is Patrick Cushman. He's going to be joining us a couple more times this year as kind of our uh, NFL insider slash expert uh we hope you enjoyed it have a wonderful rest of your week and enjoy the first football sunday